It's been two weeks. So, since what? This is serious business here. It's very serious. It's been two weeks since uh, we have purchased stock in the JG Beer Company. Have we made a million dollars? I have recently been on the phone with my uh, banker, my. Which is your wife? Okay, which is great. now banker Jung Jung, who is no longer our teacher, which we'll get into later on. Um, we had how many stocks did we have? Do you remember? 30, 30. 30 stocks. I think we had thirty. Right, we bought thirty stocks. Now oh, we no. have a million. At least I think we're up to a hundred. Hey, and that is because you buy when the price is low. Uh huh. So since we bought, we bought thirty stocks. When it was cheap. When it was, ex- no, when it was new. It and was, since then, mm-hmm. it's gone down, and we bought more stocks as it went down, so we would have more stocks, and hopefully it'll go back up. So as of today... So we're not doing well. The stock is worth 4,100 won a stock. We bought it at 4,500 won a stock. Oh, mm. we're not taking a huge So hit. we have 150 stocks now, I was just told from my banker. 150, and we've lost... You're ridiculous. 40,000 won. Yeah, 38,744 won. So. Not amazing, but I'm not shocked. We need to drink more beer. We, no, we, all of our <laughs> listeners, need to drink more beer. Support us. Support this decision. I Get out there. I don't know if that's how stocks work, to be honest. I don't know if that's how <laughs> we're so We're so uneducated about this, but we, it's such a fun idea. It's just like, yeah, let's buy some stocks. Let's and then stocks. I don't think either of us really know. No, no, I have no idea. Yeah. No. Anyways, they're there. Maybe one day when we retire, we'll be rich. Uh, I don't know. So, um, pandemic is hopefully lessening soon. It doesn't seem like it. Where did in some you, parts. What some, you, like in other parts besides G2? What are you talking let, let, about? Let me do my segue. All right, sorry. So, <laughs> it's, it's lessening in other parts of the world. Mm. Like in America, people are talking about going to the movies there. Now. These are Americans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Your brethren and sisters. My brethren, so I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. And I mentioned this because a new movie has recently come out. I'm super excited about talking about this. Okay, it's okay. called Everglow. Mm-hmm. And Which is a real fun title, too, when we tell you what it's about. So, it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's called Everglow, mm-hmm. and it takes place on Jeju Island. Mm-hmm. It's all filmed. All filmed here, mm-hmm. and it's a story about a 70-year-old Henyo uh-huh. falling in love with a 30-year-old producer. Yeah, a documentarian. Documentarian, That Thank came you. to the island to do a, 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 a piece, mm-hmm. and then was interviewing her, and mm-hmm. then uh, subsequently... They wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Um, I, we're mentioning which the- is very touche here in Korea. It's causing a lot of attention. I, the reason why I wanted to talk about this, mm. and I'm thinking, we just talked to Brenda, yeah, about Hanyo, and we have very strong mm-hmm. opinions about using Hanyo for profit and for mm-hmm. like eroticizing them and exoticizing them, exoticizing and, them especially, yeah, and using them and their image for. They're for gain in some way. Mm-hmm. Like the government does it and a lot When of really, again, like Brenda said at best, this is their actual life. It's a job. This is the, it's their job. It's their oh. life. This oh. is not something that, you know, should necessarily be romanticized, much like the Western culture has romanticized mm-hmm. them. So, but yeah. So this movie mm. came out at the end of the month. I haven't mm. been able to see it yet, actually. Nor have I, but they did do, I, I think I told you this yeah. a while ago when it was happening, they did a, um, a screening mm. with English subtitles. Um, unfortunately, I had to work and I 
I could not. I tried to get mm. out of it. Um, but I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah they, I, yeah. they had a whole thing, a whole screening, and yeah. For us to probably talk about it, it would be good for us to mm. see it first. Yes. But I don't know how... I don't think... I don't know if my opinion's going to change. Like, I... <laughs> I, I, it's I don't know. So yeah, the movie. <laughs> one important thing about the movie is the fact that the woman who's performing as the Henyo is a Jeju uh, actress. Yes, uh, and she yeah. And where's her name? And I've loved. I will say this. I have been following this movie, and I've seen uh, her interview. Her um, where is her name? Su Jun Moon. No, Go no, Do Shim. Go Do Shim. I've seen her interviews, and if anything makes me think this movie is. Like I'm is her interviews yeah. like phenomenal. Like the way she speaks, the way she uh-huh. talks about agreeing to do the movie. Yeah, really. Well, she seems Ooh. like an actress, you know, like mm-hmm. like that term. And mm-hmm. she like this is her island, so it's not like you're just getting some other actress to play mm-hmm. a Hanyo. She understands the culture mm-hmm. and like uh, at the recent Sasam event, the four three April third event, she read a poem at it. When the mm-hmm. president came, That's right. right? Like so, That's so right. it's it's not just like she's invested. So maybe that'll make it more yeah. than just exploitation. But it I, well, I think especially I think not only that piece, which mm-hmm. is nice at the exploitation, but I feel like as an uh, what octogenarian, octogenarian is an uh, eighty year old f- fam, you know, a uh, mm. female actress. She, her voice speaking up about this very touche subject has mm. been really cool to listen to. Oh, what, what she, well, she's done a lot of interviews. She uh-huh. she was very uh, vocal and very open and honest about how she was hesitant about taking this role until she sat down with a director uh-huh. and discussed like the ins and outs about it. And she thought, this is exactly the role I should be taking. So maybe there's more to it than just like... Like a romance or a melodrama, I which think is what so. it's kind of advertised. I, I think as, it's. Right? I think uh, in this day and age, a, a female being able to make a choice about uh-huh. who she's able to love, who she's able to be uh-huh. intimate with, right. at eighty years old, it's her. It's her decision. And I think, uh-huh. again, very hard to say that we know what we're talking about without having seen mm. the movie. But based on all the interviews I've watched, she I, she mm. feels very strongly about this role. It's my first reaction to when I heard about mm. this. <laughs> is that like my my wife's family? They're henyo, right? You know, right. and my my wife's mother was supposed to have been a henyo, but she couldn't do it because of like health reasons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I and she's seventy; she's the same age as the woman in the movie, mm-hmm. um, the the character in the movie. And I can't imagine her or someone like her mm. falling in love with anybody other than her husband, but also with anybody thirty or falling in love with anybody now. It does, and that doesn't yeah. mean individuals can't, right? Like that's right. like just because all, many people that age wouldn't do it doesn't mean one uh, mm. one person would wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But it, I just have a like meeting, having met several Henyo and having dinner mm-hmm. with them and mm-hmm. stuff. I have a hard time seeing how that reality would work. Like oh, if I can be if I can be blunt, I wonder if that's because you're a male that you know, and you're married. And you have a child, right? And but I'm single, a female, and a, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit older. And I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I that's don't, that's a good point. I think it's perspective, you know. Like it, it doesn't seem so far fetched. I mean, it is a big age gap. But if if you have a connection, uh-huh. which I guess this is exactly what this movie is about. This man is interested in her life, uh-huh. so there's connection number one. I don't know. I, I definitely uh-huh. want to watch it. Yeah, that's for sure. It's it's definitely there's enough talk about it. Uh-huh. Her interviews in particular, if I wasn't sold, watching her interview has sold me. 
Yeah. Uh, I... The director made a mm. comment that I didn't like. Oh, well, not I, I didn't like it. I'm not invested. But just in was it. interesting. It, just mm. like he said, he didn't want people to focus on the reality of it. He wanted people to focus on the fantasy of it, which is just like oh, huh? that's interesting. Like what? Okay. Okay. Huh. So like the fact that it's a seventy year old Daniel falling over the third. My wife always says okay. the difference between her and her mother. It's like 150 years. It's not... This, this, I get. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's yeah. not just... Yeah. It's not the 40 years or whatever, the real... Like, it's a, it's the will, mentality. It's the, the life they've lived. It's the hardships they've gone through. Everything compared to, yeah. She's 70. She would have been yeah. born during yeah. or the, oh, near the end of the massacre. Yeah. Before the, before the birth of South Korea. It would have been a completely mm-hmm. different country. And this is very true. That's a very good point, too. And that's what I was thinking of mainly when I was mentioning like the age, the, the, yeah, mother, the my, mother, my mother in law, yeah. right? Is that hmm. so? Um, if you have seen it, if you have comments, email us, us at me, you, and Jeju at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram and stuff. We'd love to know what you think about this movie, yeah, because. Now it's now I've got all these thoughts in my head about it. So now yeah. I'm dying to see this. Yeah, movie. I too. We should. We really need to watch it. Dying to see. I'm trying it. to find how to get a hold of the, the the copy with the English dialect. And then I was thinking it'd be cool to like do, do another showing. Uh-huh. Yeah, but anyways, it's all up in my head and thoughts. But I'm really stoked to see it. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll keep we'll keep you updated on if mm-hmm. we do see it. Um, but now it's about time we throw to Jeju Dialect Corner, brought to you by GS25 and Jingmen. And now it's time. <laughs> okay, stop. And you now it's time. Like, no. I can start any way I want. No. It's my show. Now it's time <laughs> for another glorious, significant oh my. corner of Jeju dialect. With me and Jeju, brought to you by GS25 and Jungmoon. When in Jungmoon, cross the street from Uchegug, GS25. Hit it up for all your libations, victuals, and other. Summer, summer, summer stuff. Summer, 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 summer stuff. <laughs> now, um, now, before we get going, um, I would just like to announce that Hyunjung of Sunsung and Hyunjung fame uh, will no longer be schooling Alexis and I in the uh, world of Jeju dialect. Um, so first, I'd like to thank Hyunjung very much for all that you did not complain to be <laughs> our teachers. Thank you. She now, was so good about everything. Thank you. Yeah, and um, now uh, I'd like to introduce all of you to our new teacher, Ju Young Han of Jeju Bada, Save Jeju Bada fame. Thank you <laughs> so much for agreeing to be our teacher. Hello. Um, it's t- uh, I'm really excited, actually, uh, uh, to you know teach you guys um, Jeju dialect because you know I love Jeju dialect and I love to ask my parents about it all the time and um, I had really fun night yesterday actually um, you know like I was asking about you know what I I'm going to teach you guys oh, nice. today okay. so yeah uh, did I they really did they time. like that yeah. did they like that yeah yeah they was really excited actually oh, this to, is awesome. as well yeah okay. yeah this might be a like a inside baseball sort of type of question but how like many generations have you lived on Jeju do you know mm, 
No idea. Like 40 something. I don't know. 40 gener- Yeah. My wife too has been here like 400 years. Yeah. It's crazy. I, it's longer than my mm. entire country was around for. You yeah. Know? Your family, your family is like one of the oldest families on the island, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought um, I remembered that. I don't know, actually. I don't know anything yeah. about like, the history. I think Sorry. there's three basic yeah. Jeju families. Oh, yeah. yeah. We are not one of them. You're not, not one of them, one of but them. you were... Yeah. I think the Han split-off came really quickly um, in the lineup of Jeju. It's hard to know. It's Yang, Yang, Bo, and Bo. Yeah, Bo. Yeah. Bo, 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 Yang, Bo. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think Han, shua, right in there. Yeah. Do you know how your family came here? <laughs> from Ooh, to the mainland, probably because you know like they um the honeys um like kind of like very very famous mm. family yes back yes, then yes, yes and then probably one of them got kicked out of the <laughs> you know that the, the circle around the mm-hmm. king uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. so that's um the way han the family name mm. came to uh jeju that that because yeah. Jeju was a penal colony, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of Yeah, islands. yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's something we should explore. Actually, Juju, maybe in future episodes, that's something mm-hmm. um, to kind of we can dive into a little bit more mm-hmm. about the family history. Because you do have an interesting one, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I, yeah. all Korean families are so much more interesting than like our, our, our of, basic our basic families. Four generations <laughs> is like the farthest they go back that we know anything about. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so, we're super excited to have you. Yeah. So. Oh, thank you. What will you be teaching us today? Today, um, it's jeggy jeggy hopsa. Oh, say it again. That's a fun one. Say it again. Jeggy jeggy. Jeggy jeggy. Hopsa. Hopsa. Jeggy. 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 It sounds like a like baby word. Like you know, Korea has like its own baby language. Yeah. Well, I know that because I have a toddler. Okay. Well, I was like, that's weird. Okay. No, they do like in so but jeggy jeggy hopsa. So, hapsa, hapsa. Yes. Hapsa. what is the specifically Jeju Saturi about this word? Oh, what? Well, what is the word? What is the what word? What is the yeah. word? Well, um, jeki means uh, hurry up. You know, like oh. I, I'm sure you get. Yeah, I'm sure you guys uh, are familiar with the phrase like "bali bali." Oh. That's awesome. Right? That sounds just like yeah, bali bali jeki 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 jeki. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Oh. So like Korean culture is like all about pali pali, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, mm. it is. It is said that it is said that like um, the pali pali culture is the driving force uh-huh. for the for the nation's economic growth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. uh, it has good side. Like uh, we have the fastest internet speed and the shortest hold. Hold the time for customer service. <laughs> That's yeah. a fun fact. That's really okay. good. All right, I like that. Thank you for telling us that. Yeah, because, because we do, we we don't wait. Yeah, mm. we can wait. Yeah, yeah Korean people sure. don't like to wait no, at all. Very but, impatient sometimes. Yes. That's what TV but, shows uh, here don't have. Like, there was a yes. bad side of it, uh, of course. Then it's way too much like success oriented mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's why i think more people nowadays want to have slow living and yeah. um yeah th- yeah and also more people are moving to jeju even for a month right that's right, right. just to yeah. kind of decompress right so, yes when would we can we can we use the i'm gonna say it one more time jeggy jeggy can we mm-hmm. use that only with friends um no it's 
Well, <laughs> if you only use it, yeah, jeggy okay. jeggy without hapsa, yeah, on, you can use it mm. only to to friends or okay. people younger than mm. you. Okay. Yeah. But then hapsa, all right. Hapsa. Which le- leads you to a question, right? Right. Yeah. So what is the so jeggy jeggy is mm-hmm. jeju satori the the jeju part, and so yes. the hapsa is mm-hmm. also jeju satori, right? Well, I get yeah yeah mm. it is. Uh, it means haseyo. Haseyo. Uh, right. Which is yeah, a command like do, in Korean. Do it. Yeah. yeah. But it's polite. But it's not. It's polite. Yeah. Polite. It's not a... demanding way. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. So. Mm. Like, you <laughs> juseo. Juseo. It's a polite yeah. way of saying giving yeah, me give more. Me a That's why more, some please. Koreans translate Korean <clears throat> directly into English is to give me this. Mm. But it's a polite mm. way of saying. So, jeggy jeggy hapsa. Yeah. Jeggy Jeggy Hapsa. I really like that. I'm going to start using that in class and see which Jiggy of my Jiggy kids Hapsa. pay attention to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that they wouldn't understand yes. what that is. Which is yeah. why we're doing these episodes. Mm. I, I really, I, it's maybe one day some uh, mm-hmm. Korean podcast or, or someone else will pick up and just do this just in Korean for, mm-hmm. for the locals. But I, I love being able to kind of show off a little bit. I, I can't, I can't lie. I love it. So. So would someone from the mainland know this? Like, if you told someone from the mainland, Jeggy Jeggy Hapsa, they would be confused. Well, here's the thing. Like, Jeggy Jeggy Hapsa is not well-known Jeju dialect. Mm -hmm. Like, if you say that to people from Mm -hmm. Jeju, if they are in their 20s, they wouldn't know. Right. So, yeah. But that's, that's, Juju, that's mostly any Jeju uh, dialect. Most of the 20-year-olds are not going to know, right? (laughs) True. Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah okay. I, I would upgrade. Like maybe in their forties, they still might not know. Okay. Like, wow. What so even the, means. the next generation up still maybe know. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Okay. So now before, so actually, Alexis, give it one more shot. Jiggy. Okay. Jiggy. Jiggy. <laughs> now I'm now I'm flustered. Jiggy. Jiggy. Hapsayo. No. Just hapsa. 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 Jiggy. Jiggy. Hapsa. Jiggy. Jiggy. Hapsa. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now Good we job. oh come up come on wayo come up suda oh now, show off okay now <laughs> yeah, it just pop my collar a little bit <laughs> now before we end the our first segment with Ju Young Han uh, we actually have a listener question mm. from mm-hmm. Heidi Harry 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 I would guess Harry yeah um, they she asked this person asked us. Why do we refer to Jeju language as a mm. dialect? And I don't know if we're going to be able to answer this fully this time, yeah. but we will continue looking into it in the future because I picked it just because that's what I've always heard it as. Saturi right. Right. translates directly to, to dialect. Yeah, to dialect. And, yeah. Everybody, and there's a lot of very there are similarities between the two. Mm. So mm. what do you think? Well, here's the thing. So like when I was 15, uh I had a problem communicating with my grandmother. Oh. She she was uh, in her 80s back then. And, um, you know, like most of the words she was using was unknown to me. And oh, I wow. was like, what? Grandma what? You know, <laughs> uh, all the time. And, I, and back then I, hmm, I didn't use... I didn't know that much about Jeju dialect mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. And also... Um, it was considered uh, not mm, not elegant. Or right. not, it's like country. Yeah, it's like the country yeah, of Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to use those dialects. Right. So people love to use, you know, like Korean, you know, mm. the standard Korean all the time. Right. So I, I think that's 
uh, why you know Jeju people you know mm. started using started using you know like uh, Jeju dialect less and less. Yeah, mm. and um, I think like if we talk about like people like many centuries ago, uh, Jeju on should be considered as a language mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah because because it was like their mother tongue they used on like all like original nouns and verbs and everything but nowadays we only use like special endings yeah maybe. yeah maybe couple like verbs and nouns here and there and but we use korean you know the standard um korean so right yeah that's why we yeah. think it's yeah, it's a dialect nowadays, yeah. but oh, so uh, that definitely sounds like a, a, a subject to be explored further because yeah. there's so much about that. Yeah, because yeah. like look into it. UNESCO uh, mm-hmm. ma- classified Jeju Saturi as an endangered language mm-hmm. in 2010 mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, a while I, ago. I, yeah, quite a while ago. But as a language. So I'm not, I don't know. We need to speak to a linguist or someone yeah. who's done research on <laughs> yeah. that. Um, but that's about all the time we have. For our our first episode with Juju, yeah, our inaugural episode with <laughs> Ju Young Han of Save Juju Bada Fame, um, and then until next time, make sure you hit up GS25 and Jumun. When in Jumun, GS25. Ciao, thank you. Jagi Jagi Hapsa. Jagi Jagi Hapsa. I'm gonna be using that all. I'm gonna be using that to you. Why am I? My old Jagi Jagi Hapsa. Jiggy Jiggy Hopsa? Why? I guess I can't even. Yeah, I have to practice saying it before I can oh, even say it. Do you it to think somebody. of me as a person who is slow <laughs> or, or. Slow and mentally fast. Does that make sense? Oh, really? Mentally I'm fast, slow. slow of body. I would always put my. Oh, really? Huh. Mm-hmm. I'm Maybe so I just good. made that site, made it up. Right. Well, I always feel like you have a million things on in your head. I'm quite an anxious person. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> jiggy Jiggy Hopsa. And we need to learn the. Maybe we need to learn the Korean for slow down. Or. or um, Relax, the Korea, bra. The like Korean that, for like for both of us. Are there any therapists on the <laughs> island? That, that, that one might be better. So that was great. That was so nice to have yes, uh, Juju great. on, and we really appreciate that. And and she'll be back she'll next be back, episode. Yeah, regular, so, our regular teacher. Yeah. So now up next is. Oh, let me hold on a second. Everything cool? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we're, just check, we're just check, we're just checking check on our uh, all, technical all those, difficulties, yeah. well, which we haven't had very many today. So I think I'm very happy. Knock with, I'll knock on one first. Both. Yeah. So that was. Mm-hmm. Knock, knock. Right. Now, so what so, are we going to talk about? Um, do you like my shirt? I do really like your shirt. It's the first thing I said when I showed up. Yeah, um, uh, my aunt, who is like our our, our, our number one listener, she. Mm-hmm. She, she oh, she me. is. She's yeah. always commenting. Yeah. Nice. She got this for you? Yeah, it's yeah. spectacularly touristy and wonderful. Yeah, it's a Canadian Hawaiian shirt. Those exist. Mm. It's made in Canada. Not sure how I feel so, about that, but okay. Jeju, again, was all over international news <laughs> recently. And even my, I work for UPI. My newspaper wrote about it, too. Mm-hmm. And the first thing... Uh, I got so frustrated because we just talked about traffic. <laughs> we just talked about how infuriating traffic is in this island. And all these articles were talking about how Jeju is a revolutionary I Blows my mind. Blows my mind. So we have to talk about the fact. And, but it's... The, I feel uh, like once, somebody got paid off to, well, to send this out. Well, no, the, 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 the Jeju flew all the reporters down. Yeah, for well, this, go. for this, 
Because anyone that's been sure. a, to a, at a roundabout <laughs> in in this island mm. knows that this is not revolutionary right. stuff here. But but that was my first response too. But it's, it's not. It's it's more really than really right? about traffic. Right. Right. Even though a lot of people talked about traffic, right? Because the <laughs> the, the plan was talking about how 180 more than 180 uh, miles of Jeju's roads have been like souped up with sensors and technology where they communicate with uh, like EV rental cars and with the purpose oh, of preventing like accidents in these kinds oh, of things. Oh, I see. But which is really, it's kind of interesting. It also seems like when I read this, I got really oh. upset because I'm like, that's a really, it's like $25 million over two years to do this. And I'm like, Dude, just put cops on the road. Just police. <laughs> I've said that so many times. I'm like, you, what is happening here? You know, mm. like constantly. I'm like, we just need someone to just tell people that that's not the right way to go through a roundabout. Right. But I, Jeju obviously has really put a lot of their investment into, they want Jeju to be, uh, what is it, carbon free, but they want electric cars to be fully here by what? 2030? 20, well, 2035? 2030. 2030. So the, the plan, and thank you for mentioning that, because yeah, that's it's really a huge, what this is about. They are pushing it. They were pushing it nine years ago when I first came, and I thought, this no. is going to be cool. And then mm -hmm. you see how bureaucracy yeah. Yeah, works. and Yeah, but so yeah. It's, it's carbon-free by 2030. Carbon-free, yeah. And okay. Jeju is a test bed. And the, the thing about these articles is that really nothing new is about it, except for these projects, right? Because <laughs> Jeju has been pushing this thing for since 2008. Yeah, for right? a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I wrote about it back in the 210s. Um, 210s, 20, the aughts, whatever you want to call it. You don't like the aughts. I think it's called the aughts. Um, <laughs> no. But it's, it's a lot like what we talked about last time, which is the Jeju Island of World Peace title. It's much bigger than what it what just it first seems. seems like. Yeah, agreed, right? agreed. So There's Jeju a lot to unpack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Jeju yeah. has like... There are 25,000 EVs on Jeju, but that's a part of the... Electric vehicles, yeah. for those of us that are not smart like me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you're very smart, you know. Yeah, well, whatever. But, um, you know, Jeju's been offering subsidies to get people to buy these battery-dependent cars, mm -hmm. and they're so in demand that you just can't buy a car on J an electric car. You have to no. get, like, on a list, and there's yep. lotteries and yep. stuff. And though... So it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. But it's not... The cars are such a small part of it. Like, there's smart cities, and mm -hmm. and the articles were talking about this new offshore wind farm on Jade. This is fascinating, mm -hmm. by the way. Yeah, but and uh, yeah, why why do you think that was so fascinating? Oh, because I mean, it's looking to see. Mm -hmm. I I don't know the I don't know the. You probably have some sort of factoid that mm -hmm. you're going to bust out, but I mean, the amount of wind that Jade gets, I think. I remember reading something like mm -hmm. it's one of the strongest wind shorelines mm -hmm. of the world. So to harness this, I sh go for it. It's great. Go for it. I when I was in, I lived in Canada. I lived in uh, back after I left Jeju mm -hmm. for a few years, and I worked in a covered papers for a rural community where um, wind turbines that have cats. Oh, there are cats. Oh gosh, not mine a outside. Massive fight uh, outside. I was like, oh my. Uh, when they hated yeah, wind the... turbines, they didn't want them. They thought they were going to ruin their yes. thing, their, their their views. And I I I love them on JGU. I, I they're love. They're so beautiful. Mm. They're so unique. When you like hit that one bend around Gimyeong and then mm. bam bam, and they're all just I don't know. They're beautiful. So to to go back to my script because I got off of it a bit. So sorry about that. No, my own fault. Some three thousand of the island's rental cars have like 
of this onboard system to communicate with the road. Okay. And the to prevent accidents and okay. also promotes smart like roads. Smart roads. Smart, smart road. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the government says it has reduced accidents of those cars by twelve percent. Up. Uh, of all cars and of, of all cars or all the EV cars reduce overall traffic accidents by twelve percent, yeah. which mm, I don't know. And those cars, <laughs> oh, you love how skeptical we both yeah. are. We're like, yeah, okay. Bureaucrats giving <laughs> numbers, sure. Yeah, okay. And then they said that overall, uh, those cars in particular went down by nineteen percent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's part of Jeju's like carbon-free project, as we were saying, and those articles that uh, didn't. The plan is that Jeju generates about 16% of its energy from renewables, which is nice. Okay. 16%. Okay. But the, the thing that I, I... I went back and found some of my old reporting. Okay. <laughs> and the plan was for Jeju to be 50% of its energy generated by new renewables by 2020. I, I, and see, I thought it was 2025, but either way, I remember that fact because when I was looking mm. at moving here... You know, I was Googling everything, but at that time, there just wasn't a wealth of knowledge about Jeju. There wasn't a wealth of knowledge mm. in, in general, but I was determined to live here. Mm. And the thing that kept popping up was, and, and which is one of the reasons I thought, wow, this this place sounds really cool, was because they said by 2020 20, or whatever, I thought, yeah, that they would, it would be, you know, mm. over half. Obviously, we're behind, but that, but that was already out there and well-known information. Mm. Easily, sorry, let me just say this, easily found by Googling Jeju. Yeah. Yeah. At that time, to twenty, when, when did I move here? 2012? Yeah. yeah. Nine years and ago. The goal was to have 124% of renewable energy for the island so they would be able to send okay. the, the excess okay. energy that they produce to the mainland. But it, I, interesting. I don't know if this is going to happen. Yeah. Because, well, like, Bentley just opened a car shop I didn't on Jeju. Right? Like, what, what's going on here? Well, the first time I saw one, I, I don't know, I was probably in the GEC and I was just like, it, it, oh, oh. Mm. And then you, you don't realize you haven't seen a car. Until you see the car, and you're like, "Oh, I haven't seen that car in you know yeah. some ten years." Yeah, then, fascinating. Right. So I have a, I'm, I'm curious about how this carbon-free project is really mm. going to work on some levels. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. they have, and it's it is really cool that Jeju's a test bed because we don't notice it in Sagipo, and the, but there's right. like Gujuap is like a town, an old town that they turned and they retrofitted it with like. Uh, solar panels yep. and all the yep. stuff in their house has yep. been upgraded to uh, to test this as Ye a plan. Yay Ray also. Was, oh, yeah, Ray yeah, too? Yeah, not that specific, but oh. another test project for re reusable land. That's not the right word, but yeah. Mm. And they're going to export it to the mainland and to oh, the other... Oh, they're going to... Oh, crazy. See, yeah, okay. It, it's so interesting when you get into the nicks and bolts of it because this wasn't just a Korean project. The reason why JG's doing this mm. is that they were pigged in 2009 at the Italian G Summit, G8 Summit, to be Korea. You are going to be the country that does smart, like grid technologies Fun. okay so korea like, go test it all out you this is what you're this doing is your, this is going to be your contribution to the world yeah so right. they were pegged and and this this is from my article back in like 2012 and they put in like uh hundreds of millions of dollars into this project on Fantastic. jeju okay and part of it is not just about renewable energy same thing that biden keeps talking about it's about also <laughs> being a growth engine right for jeju right. which is something that jeju Desperately needs. needs, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just, 
you know, things always sound stupid when Jeju talks about it sometimes. <laughs> like, like until, you dive into, until you dive into it a little bit, the Hawaii of Jeju, right. until you like, start un, un, unpacking the strangeness at the top of it, uh-huh. and then you get to the real gift at the bottom. Mm. It's like, you know, you open a birthday present, all this wrapping, and then uh-huh. you, you pull some off, you pull the stuffing out, and then underneath you're like, damn, that's pretty cool presents. I think part of the problem is, is not what... They pro- like what you were promised or what it seems to yeah. be advertising. Like it sounds, they were supposed to have fifty percent by twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that that didn't happen. Right, we're at sixteen percent. That's a huge huge disparity. Dip- yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's part of the problem. But it's it's such a super interesting project, and I really hope that we can like you know go see see more of this and see. It's in the villages though. It's not mm-hmm. in the well. Well, I do know, I'll just say randomly, just kind of on the same subject, I know that the Jeju government is really keen on making Jeju a place for investors to come to. They yeah. don't want Jeju to just be mm. this tourism island anymore. Mm. They don't want, they they want other countries to come to see Jeju, mm. much like, mm. now that you read something like this, mm. you're like, okay, I can see where you you're you're wanting to show off what you can offer on Jeju. Mm-hmm. And it's not just tourism or cafes. There's really a lot that the government is wanting to do. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the cool things that's happening, and, uh, you know, sometimes we talk about this with Save Jeju Bada, but there's right now, there's amazing initiatives to uh, upcycling. I think we've mentioned this. I can't mm-hmm. remember what episode, but um, there's companies now that are coming here specifically to play around with upcycling and trying mm. new things and different investments. So, I mean, this oh. is just one more piece of something more that Jeju is wanting to give the world and not just be mm. the honeymoon island or, you know. And it's amazing how often, like, you come into these projects without realizing, like, Jeju, Jeju uh, uh, City is, like, free internet, right, outside. Right. That's Which, this. That's this, exactly, yeah. Wow. Again, it, I, I do wish someone would come up with some better lingo, some better names. Carbon free by twenty thirty doesn't work for you. No, it doesn't work for me. I liked I, it, but 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 is that true? Because well, is it carbon free or is it carbon neutral? Well, now you're just getting yeah okay, but yeah okay. Oh okay. I'm like, that's mm, that's not yeah. a move. I think that's a good point because carbon free mm. is different than carbon neutral, which is that's true. But the goal at the time when they made that mm. was that's they had a different goal. Now maybe it's a reass. I don't know. I don't know enough to. All I know is I, I, I want a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want a Tesla? Well, I do. Another interesting thing that I, I've read somewhere or mm. I've had this conversation somewhere is all these electric cars are maybe not as great as we all want or think them to be. Mm. The battery life. Didn't you? Did we discuss this on the podcast or was this in no. some of the group was about the electric car a graveyard here in Jeju? Oh, I don't know. We may have mentioned. I, I, don't I did know put if we that up there it, on the Jeju Island social. But it was out there yeah. for, and it, mm. it, it sparked quite a conversation amongst mm. uh, the foreigners on the island about like, really, how are these are the electric cars as fun as you want mm. them to be, or are they actually just a lot of work? And then, mm. so that conversation was happening. But then again, obviously, something's happening. Why do we have hundreds of cars yeah. in a electric graveyard? You know, like that, I, I, that's it's, of a the lot. subsidies. It was cheaper right. to get the to to get a new car for these cabs because those were like rental right. cars, right? Right. Rental car companies, which had like first dibs, it seems, at these subsidies. But then to 
just leave them. them. Yeah, just abandon them there. It seems like the the exact opposite of what uh, we're going for here in the sustainable life. And now we have this graveyard of cars. I, I'm I not a know. businessman, so I, I, I would I have know. kept them. I don't know if that's I, the right business every, decision to make. I don't know. But but mm. it's an ongoing unpacking of things, I mm-hmm. think. And that's just one more piece to add to many other pieces. Right. So now, we're, before we get to our interview, mm. um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the fact that... Um, it's been three years uh-huh. since more than 500, I think uh, I have the numbers, of course, some here. 540 something? Yeah. 541? 541. Mm-hmm. Uh, 541 Yemenis uh, people mm-hmm. came to Jeju in seeking of asylum. You were quite prominent. At the, like we, we spoke a lot. I was working, mm-hmm. I was covering it, and you were uh, working with the charity organizations trying mm-hmm. to get people help at that time, yeah, I remember. It was, a, it was a sad time. And it was... Um, it was a, it was a it was a very sad time. It was yeah. Keep going. It was a. I learned a lot because it. I learned not. I don't like to use the term refugee. Very yeah, we much. were just talking about this. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Wordplay. Yeah. I would rather because it groups a lot of people together, and when it comes to journalism, we like we don't say things like illegal or you shouldn't illegal. Uh, alien. Alien. Uh. You should, because an a person is not illegal. Actions can be, beha- actions are. Right. And so to say someone is a refugee kind of makes them, that's who they are, all they are. And there's a lot of negativity and stigma wrapped Absolutely. into that. Absolutely. And that isn't Oops. the case. <laughs> like, 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 like the people who are coming and seeking refu- refuge, not just here and other places, are much more than just simply that term. Exactly, exactly. And there's seeking... much more to it. Yeah. yeah. And so... So uh, three years ago... Yeah, three yeah. years ago, yeah. 500 of them came to the island in search of refuge in so order to get to the mainland, uh, which this was, was the a, entire this, goal. like the stopover to mm. continue on. And 541 may not seem like a lot to some people, but for this island, it really was. It was... Um, mm. It was a... It had a huge impact. In a very small amount of time. Uh, in a very small amount of time. It was... It was... It had a huge mm. impact on foreigners' lives, mm. on, uh, you know, it, it was... Like I said, it it doesn't seem like a big number, but it really was. But it wouldn't it have been really a big was. number if they were allowed if to there was gold to Seoul to continue because on. they were right. prevented from The goal so. wasn't to come and just... Stay, here. stay on Jeju. There was like uh, th- there was plans, and, mm. and none of the plans were 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 happening because mm. they were just trapped here. Yeah, and it's so yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. I'm I'm really interested to 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 learn about how things have changed mm. within the Yemenese community now because it's a community now, and a lot of these people who came here now have lives. They've married. They've started businesses. Some of them who've been able to. Mm-hmm. Some of them have had hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, like. A lot of yeah, like refugees in Korea yeah, in that situation. Right. A lot of foreigners um, in Korea. Yeah, yeah a lot sure, of foreigners sure. in Korea. So um, now we have an interview with Adnan, who's part of a member of the Yemenis community, to talk more about um, him and also the situation facing other Yemenis people mm-hmm. on Jeju and also uh, his movie career. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now with us is a jack of all trades, I would have to say. You're an actor. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> are you not? Definitely an well, actor. We're leaving that in. Yes, keep going. Got it. Uh, Adnan, who is a member of the Yemenis community on the mainland. Thank you for being with us. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Thank uh, you for 
Not to be with you today. Yeah. yeah, thanks for doing this. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen you. How's how's the mainland? Well, it's uh, it's a lot different uh-huh. than Jeju, you know, as you know. Uh, <laughs> well, Jeju is nice, but I mean, I think it's 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 a lovely island. It's a beautiful island. It's nice to uh, go to and mm-hmm. stuff, but there isn't a lot of I think jobs available in the island. And absolutely, you know, yeah, you gotta. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I like big cities as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely a city boy, <laughs> you know, for sure. That's that's wholly true. Like there isn't a lot of options for anybody who's a non-Korean on Jeju. Well, I think there's not even, even a lot of options for young Koreans on Jeju, let alone any mm-hmm. you know any foreigners on Jeju. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a problem for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I I notice online there's a lot of people who are like, I want to come to Jeju. Are there any jobs there? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you can teach English. Because that's what there is. There isn't a lot yeah. else. I mean, it's not a lot of career opportunities for sure. The government's trying to do all these things, but mm-hmm. they're not. Is there any other differences between Seoul and Jeju that you've noticed? Anything? Well, it, well, put it this way: even my wife can get a you know proper job in uh, in the island. So mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why we had to move as well. So it's like it's not just me, a foreigner. Even Koreans are struggling right. to find a job in the island. So. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard times. Uh, when I first left, that was yeah. one of the reasons why I left, is just because there are so few options to mm-hmm. do anything, anything here. Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate. What are some of the benefits that you found living on Seoul other than, like, work? Well, I feel like it's, uh, there is more foreigners, to be honest, if I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. So you don't feel like you're an outsider as much as... Uh, and, and, and I feel like people in big cities in general, not just in Korea, like, mm-hmm. people in big cities, they tend to just you know do their own thing they don't they try not to get involved in your business and stuff like that yep. you know what i mean so it's yep. more relaxing you can you can you know just be just on. be right <laughs> yeah i t- yeah. i respect that yeah so how large is the hmm? no continue i didn't mean to interrupt i uh, sorry um yeah and, and it, it's good and bad at the same time because obviously um okay social life is better at think to me i don't know <laughs> yeah but, but i mean <laughs> but i mean it's bad because i think in the island people try to get to know you you know like yeah. your neighbors you know mm. people in the area so but in a, in a big in a big city nobody cares about anyone i guess there's mm. that thin line between having your own privacy but then having people take an interest in you <laughs> you know like here in jeju you don't get a lot of privacy yeah. but at least you have people being like hey hi I'm curious, how large is the Yemenese community in on the mainland? Well, I think most of the Yemenis has uh, moved to the mainland. No, no, not Seoul. Mm-hmm. There's not many Yemenis in Seoul because right. um, even in Seoul, I think is uh, it's not easy to find a job for uh, somebody that doesn't speak Korean, for example, or mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of jobs for Koreans in Seoul either. Exactly. Yeah, because everyone wants to live in Seoul, Koreans mm. or nice. And then, so a lot of Yemenis actually lives in the south of the mainland, mm-hmm. like Busan or Mokpo. Mokpo, yeah. So they live in, the, yeah, a lot of them lives in the, in the mainland. I don't think there's many Yemenis lives in Ireland, probably 10. Not a lot, yeah. Hmm. Not a lot, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's um, and to be honest, it's, it was a bad experience for a lot of, um, um, to be honest, everyone, okay, everyone uh, still go back to the island in their holidays or whatever. Right. But um, 
you know, people struggled a lot in the island, you know, finding Abs jobs and absolutely other things. So they just um, they just assumed that, you know, if you leave the island, you know, things will get better and mm -hmm. stuff. And it did get better for some people, mm -hmm. but, uh, mm -hmm. but some some already left the country as well, to be honest. Yeah. You know, they either went to other countries or, I don't know, went back home or something. It was definitely an uphill battle, that's for sure, like starting here in Jeju. And then I think so many of my friends, our friends, uh, mm -hmm. thought, oh, it'll be much easier, like you just said. It'll be much easier to just go to the mainland and find the jobs. But the fact of the matter mm -hmm. is it, it wasn't that easier. And I think they, you know, like a lot of the, our friends uh, suffered with uh, not feeling the friends connection anymore that they had on Jeju. So it's it's a tough. Yeah, it was a tough move for a lot of people, hmm. but a smart move because, you know, hmm. it needed to be done. When I was doing interviews back three years ago, uh, I was speaking to people and it seemed like there was an optimism about going to Seoul. Like there was a community on the mainland yes, that Jeju lacked. And it's I guess it's not what people were hoping for no. i guess what do you think well i think yeah you're right you're absolutely right because people did think if they go to the mainland things will get easier mm. and it did get easier a little bit when it comes to for example finding shops that sells like international stuff yes of course or halal stuff of course and you know and of course there is a lot of you know arabs and like mm -hmm. for example uh foreigners in general in the mm -hmm. mainland mm -hmm. you know and, and some people already had friends anyway friends or family members living in the mainland so right you know it made sense to you know to go and live with them and obviously when you you know if you know someone or a family member or somebody that has been living in korea for for a while of course they're going to help you and mm -hmm. you know you know, right you know, all right now mm -hmm. now it's been it's been three years since some 500 Yemenis people came to Jeju to apply for refugee, for asylum, for refugee status. Now, I'm curious if you know what are some of the issues some people on, in Korea now are facing who were, who did come to Jeju at that time? Well, the biggest issue at the moment, I think, is, um, for example, if somebody want to travel abroad, like any other visa in Korea, can yeah. just uh, go online and, and apply for the re reentry permit or something. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you're uh, if you have the G one six visa, which you know most people well, do, right? Of, yeah, yeah. Most yeah, the yeah. Yemeni do. So, yeah. So you have to go to immigration and convince them to give you <sighs> uh, permission to leave the country. And most of the time, they say no. Yeah. Like one time, one time a guy had to go to Egypt because his wife uh, in Yemen had cancer, so she had to go to 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 uh, to a hospital in Egypt, and he had to go and meet her in Egypt. He brought all the paperwork and everything, and they only gave him uh, twenty days. They said, "Yeah, you can go and come back in twenty, like wow. within that twenty days. Otherwise, you will lose your visa." And you know, bear in mind he has to stay on like quarantine or something over there. Right, right, right. So yeah, and to go to Egypt, you probably have to travel for a day or two, like on the flight, and then your flight back home. Mm. So for twenty days it will be used in like going back and forth in quarantine. Oh. So he ended up not going, and um, you know, other people want to, for example, go to get married in like a third country because mm -hmm. obviously they can't go back to Yemen or somewhere, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's that's a, that's a big no as well. The other reason is, the other big problem is, uh, related to this one, is, um, you know, of course, uh, 
a lot of Yemenis got the humanitarian visa, right? <laughs> but I don't see the humanitarian in this because if you uh, if you haven't seen your kids, for example, for 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 three years or four years, and you're not allowed to leave the country, they're mm-hmm. not allowed to come here, uh, and and you don't, and obviously, if the war is uh, if the war finishes or if, if you know if, if, if Yemen becomes safe again, of course people will go back to Yemen. But the thing is, right. you don't know when, when you know, it, it doesn't look like the war is going to finish anytime soon. And you're not allowed to bring your kids here to see them or for, or for even a family visit or a mm. short visit. You're not allowed to leave the country. It's kind of it's kind of tough because they call it a humanitarian visa, but I don't see where the humanitarian and not letting a baby see the father right. or, the, or the mother or whatever. That's well said. And, uh, and that's well said. And yeah, it's kind of yeah. tough. Yeah, and a lot, a lot, a lot of people think, yeah, you know, the war will continue for a long time, and and to think they might be sitting here for a long time and not having a chance to meet up with their parents or family mm. or wife or a kid, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's it's just tough. It's, it's very, very tough. For very tough. Yeah. Some people they have a lot of you know a lot of issues because of this problem. Mm-hmm. They can't concentrate and work. They can't do nothing like you know. It definitely affects mental health for sure. Are there yeah. services that the government gives them to help with some of the things while they're struggling here? No, no. They just no. say you can I, stay I, here. That's the humanitarian aspect of it. It's just, that's it. You can stay here and you can work. That's it, and, and not not any work. You got to do tough work. The very specific manual labor. Mm. Yep. You can never yep. work in the office. You're no. not allowed to get an office job on on like G16 no. visa. If, if, for example, you've been accepted. And you have the F two four visa, then that's okay, I think. Mm-hmm. But they still they still have a little restriction. But I mean, like uh, with the G one six, the humanitarian visa, mm-hmm. you're only allowed to do like hard, tough jobs, basically. Yeah. So that's let's real- talk about that a little bit. So um, I think most of our mutual friends are working in the shipyard, right? What are some yep. other jobs? Fishing. Fishing. Farming. The thing is with fishing. Yeah, fishing is really tough and, and very and, tough life. Ah, uh, yeah, and and Koreans get a lot. Of, you know, they get they get good money when they work with fishing. But mm-hmm. when a G one six visa, for example, work there, like for example, when um, like okay, like okay, a, a lot of people they get paid say like three million for the fishing, right? Right. And and then they get uh, something for being in uh, like a dangerous environment. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That. And they get. And they get uh, what you call it, uh, commission for so they can catch more fish or whatever. Right. But if you're on a G16 visa, you only get 1.4, 1.6. There's none uh, of the extra bonuses. There's none of this. It's just yeah. a flat rate. That's what you're taking home. It's not. It wasn't even the minimum. If you think right. about it. If you no, no. It's not even minimum work. I mean, if you remember no. when when immigration decided to give people permission, I I don't know what. Um, a lot of people have different opinions about it, but I sure. think a lot of Fishermen try to, you know, basically, um, you know, they paid Yemenis um, a bit of money. You know, a lot of Yemenis um, called the police on, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of the sea because they tried to, for example, to abuse them or mm-hmm. um, fight with them or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they thought, oh, here is a, you know, a vulnerable person who's desperate to mm-hmm. get money. Yeah. So we can just throw anything at him and give him, you know, better, better cash and help, and you know, they'll be happy. And that wasn't the case, you know, people in Yemen, I know people from Yemen, they would, you know, they would never like accept, um, you know, bullying or. Yeah, this, know, this, that kind of life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, unless you're really, really vulnerable, then nobody will know about it. And, right. You know, 
That's awful. That I mean, you're doing the same job as someone, as another person, as a Korean. You should get paid the same. Yeah. It's just, it's just it's, pardon. You only get third. You only get third what they what they get. It's yeah. exploit. It's exploitive. That's absolutely taking advantage of a situation that's already a bad situation. Yeah, but a lot of people already left. Some people, you know, yeah. didn't stay long. I remember yeah. it was in the news at the yeah. time. Mm. And there's oh, yeah. a lot of fishermen. There's a lot of fishermen complaining about the, you know, the guys leaving uh, work or whatever. But then they don't show the small details. Yeah, they don't as a result of what? Just, sure. Oh, should we give these people a job? And they and they left. Oh, ungrateful, whatever. Mm. You know exactly. What I mean? like, that's, that's not the case. You try to take advantage of them and bully them in the middle of the sea and, mm-hmm. you know, try to raise your hand on someone or whatever. That, they're not going to continue working for you. Mm-hmm. I, th- you know I, mean? I think there's there's a, a huge problem, not just in Korea, but I think anybody who has been fortunate enough to not be in a position that many Yemenis are now in, um, they don't understand what asylum seeking is and what someone has what that means and who they are they just all get kind of grouped together as like a glob of people who are fleeing their country and they just assume that they're uneducated they're poor they're all these things for whatever reason and it's none of it it's not the case at all because it it's expensive to leave a country right like like yeah of course of course and, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you, I'll, I'll tell you something. Look, for example, I've worked in factories before and I've met people with like, uh, what do you call it, E9 visa. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the E9 visa, right? Basically, they give it to certain Asian countries where they have agreement with to come and work. And right. uh, they can't they can stay more than four years and 10 months. Mm-hmm. And basically, they can either work or whatever they get, uh, you know, they have to. They can. They can either. They can either work or go back home. Or if the boss is willing to give them a, to release them, so they can go and work somewhere else, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've worked with some people where they can't leave, like because the boss uh, will say to them, "I'm not. I'm not giving you that release letter." Right. Or whatever. Right. You can either work for me and take all the abuse, or you can go back home. And mm-hmm. a lot of these people, they've waited two years, for example, to come to Korea to work, or whatever. Yep. Or for example, they they have to study Korean before they come here too. So, so what happened is they, they, they a lot of factories or say you know places. I don't, I don't want to name places, but I just say places in general. Right. They, they, yeah. They, they try to, for example, um, um, threaten you know some of the people that I know. Like, hey, you either continue working for me or I'll send you back home. But that's, the thing is, they can't do that with a G16. You can work for someone. If you don't like it, you can just leave and right. find another job. That's, right. that's the only good thing about it. Right. But a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of business owners didn't know this. They thought it was just another E nine case where they can just, you know, tell you to do stuff. Otherwise, they know you're a refugee. You can't go back home. Right. Obviously, you're not going to choose the other option of leaving and to go back home. So they, a lot of them thought, okay, we're going to just blackmail them. You, you take this stuff, or you, you're going back. Mm. But it didn't work, so it didn't work, and they really got angry, and they yeah. started going on TV, giving different yes. interviews, saying this and Good that. Good for them, using the power that they have. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think he's talking about the employers. Oh, the employers went to the, the TV. Employers went to the, I think oh, I didn't mean that. I thought you meant the... the, the I think the, what happened was it, it was just like it, fed, was, in, it yeah. fed into the, um, I don't know, the right words to say about this, but when the employers started saying about how ungrateful oh, everybody was, uh, it, it sort of into, fed into this mentality yeah. of... 
a wrong mentality of, and know, it sort of just course. escalated and they were giving interviews and it was oh. a very unfortunate situation. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was completely opposite of what I yeah. thought was going on. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And it looks really bad by the mm. way, because you know, Koreans are watching, for example, um, mm-hmm. you know, these um, businessmen talking about it mm-hmm. and they think, Oh, well, you know, some Koreans can't even get a job and these guys, yes. they, 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 they were given a chance and they, you know, left or whatever, but they don't, they don't, you know, they don't tell people everything. That full I mean? story is not there. We give this refugee a job and they left. Right. Oh, they. <laughs> Do you know what the, the, this is not a Korean issue either though, right? Like no, I've is, heard this in I've Canada. Heard, this is world, I've heard this, worldwide. I've heard the same thing from like people that look like me saying these exact same things about people who have come to Canada looking for safety, you know? Yeah. Or of course, of course. And it's, yeah. it's course, really I mean, gross. I mean, it happens everywhere. I it just does. think, like, um, you know, so what it do is you what think, it is. What do you think the government could do to help people, not well, just Yemenese people, but, like, all... Like, Korea doesn't accept a lot of people uh, who are asylum seekers to begin with. What can Korea do for all of them? Well, I think they can start with making like proper legislations uh, regarding human rights or, or discrimination laws. Mm, you know, discrimination you for sure. have a, Yeah, if you don't have a, they don't have a proper uh, discrimination laws. If you think about it, in in, in Korea, and they've been, no. you know, I've been told they've been um, doing save. You know, they've been talking about it for ages, so, but they haven't done it. Mm. Right. I don't. Right. I don't know when they're going to get it done, but I think the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. And. Because uh, let's face it, like you said, this this stuff happens everywhere. And the I'm thing sure. is, if, yeah, if, if 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 I mean, I know people wouldn't do things not because they like you, only because they'll be scared of the law. Do you know what I mean? If there is a law that could, mm-hmm. you know, punish someone for being discriminating someone or being mm-hmm. racist to someone or something, then I think even if people want to do it, then they wouldn't do it just mm-hmm. so they don't break the law. So having laws to protect people is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. Let's. We're gonna take a hard turn here, <laughs> and ask about your blooming movie career. <laughs> How many movies have you been in in the last few years? I've seen on your Instagram you're on <laughs> sets, and like I don't even know what's going on. How many? What have well, you been up to? To be honest, what it is here, yeah, I have never ever thought about it yet, yeah, or, or about <laughs> doing it. But Wasn't your career reason, choice? <laughs> No, it was. Do you know what it is? It's it's just um, they uh, they you know a, a lot of movies they usually look for. For example, uh, well, 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 sometimes when they need an Arab person, it's mm. really hard for them to find somebody oh, willing okay. to do it. Or okay. like the last the last movie I did, it was like a couple of like two weeks ago or something. I was supposed to be in 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 uh, middle of a riot in Colombia. This this movie was supposed to be filmed in Colombia. It's about a Korean guy who went to Colombia mm-hmm. in the eighties, I think, or something. Or oh, 70s, it's 80s, a, and got caught up in a drug scandal, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah okay. They, yeah. The thing is, they started filming in Colombia and then they stopped because of the Corona situation. Mm-hmm. And then they okay. decided to do it in Seoul instead. <laughs> not in Seoul. So many Seoul. Uh. And they 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 chose an area, and you know they they got some artists to make it look like a place in Colombia or something. Mm. So they spoke to a lot of Latin embassies because I was speaking to the Guatemala ambassador regarding some coffee because they were doing a coffee show and you know they were promoting coffee. And he told me they they were they. Anyway, the thing is they 
they tried to get a lot of Latinos, but they didn't know a lot of Latinos who went to do it. Yeah. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of Latinos, for example, are scared to do it because um, it's something to do. I don't know, like, they don't want to get involved in any movies that, you know, might get them in trouble. Back I don't know home. what they think about it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But it's just a movie, you know, it's just. Fun. Were you playing but a because... Colombian then? Yeah. So what, 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 what ethnicity did they assign to you? That's what I'm saying. I, I was, they said you, you could, you know, you could look um, Colombian. <laughs> and that, and then sometimes they, you know, okay. it's just, that's, that, that's just the way. I mean, that's, yep, just, it uh, is. you know, they, like, do you know what I mean? Like next week they have a scene in Itawan. It is, you know, they just needed a bunch of foreigners to be in a club so they uh-huh. can record a quick scene. Uh-huh. So, you know, I don't know how they're gonna do it, but that's that's. So you they, got they, you. They told me about it. Basically, well, you have lots of parts here and there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Basically, okay. I'm just doing it for like um, it's, it's 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 you know it's a better cash. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but yeah. Uh-huh. But it's, it's not something that I was looking to do or something that I was thinking to do. But, it wasn't your you know, life lifelong dream. So <laughs> Yeah. So maybe it's because you don't do it all the time. You can you can look at it as yeah, a hobby. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You said you, you posted can, recently about mm. being in a film. It looks fantastic. About there's like a not a line, what's the opposite of a line? The opposite of a line. Um an elephant. Right? There's like an elephant in oh, it. Oh, that was so cool. I saw that same what thing is on that? Instagram. What movie what Yeah, you, what movie was that? That's uh, that was recorded actually in 2019. Mm. That's winning some awards, right? Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. What, what it's is basically? It's just it's about a, a migrant worker that um, came to Korea and, and 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 you know to work in a farm. And the thing is, the the idea is me living uh, with an old lady, and she has a grandchild with her. You're the her migrant worker. I'm the migrant yeah. worker. Yeah. Okay. I'll send the link. You can watch. It's just a, this one was just a twenty minutes movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, short, so short. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, uh, the little girl in the movie uh, grows up looking at me as the father figure or something, oh. and then yeah, and then she grows up. I go back to my country or something. Then she saves up a better cash. She want to go to my country to find me or something. Mm. Then it's just a, like, oh no, I thought you go and study instead. So it's just a... Don't give out the whole thing. I want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. But um, yeah, they, they needed a migrant worker. Uh-huh. They said, you look like a migrant worker. You can do it. Like, happy days. You're like... <laughs> yeah, but happy I mean, days. so I guess there are some of these interesting... I have this had the same experience to some degree, like uh, of an interesting opportunity that would never have happened because I am simply a foreigner. Yes. Right? Because yeah. I'm simply not... a lot not... of people on JGO have had, yeah. Not Korean. I mean, you can pretty much maybe even my whole career as a journalist was based on the fact <laughs> that 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 I'm a white dude in Korea. Um, but that that's really fascinating. So, are you like are you gonna like become like a movie star no, like the next I, that, like, Brad Pitt or something? Just, He's an actor. Right? Yeah. Ah, but do you know what it is? Yeah, you if you want to do it, if you want to if you want to be a movie star, you gotta you gotta speak to these agencies mm. yeah. and and try to get a, uh, try to audition for proper. Mm. Proper roles where yeah. you can, you know, but the, there is um like I, I was an extra in a, a movie, for example. You know, there's a movie called Wonderland. It's gonna be on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was in there. Yeah, me and Hussein. You know Hussein, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's amazing. Both of you, huh? Yeah. So basically, it's about a virtual reality where you know, if somebody dies, they bring them back to life or something. So my role, me and Hussein, they, okay, they were supposed to film a little bit in Jordan. So because they couldn't oh, go to Jordan. Of course. 
So they needed some Arabs to speak. Uh, you know, no, 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 not to speak. Sorry, just pretend you were doing things. <laughs> <laughs> you crack me up. Do Arab things, guys. Do, do, Arab, do Arab stuff. Things. What are Arab things? Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? Yeah, we were supposed to do like random stuff. Yeah, with with when um. Without making a sound, like, you can move your mouth without yeah. making a sound. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, me and Hussein, yeah, we um, I, I found a rock. Basically, we're looking for old stuff, like old rocks or something like that. Yeah. So I've, I picked up a rock. I showed Hussein. I'm like, "Hey, look at it." And he was like, "He threw it away." And I'm like, "No, I found it. It's a good one." He's like, "Then the producer was like, yeah, I like it. Can you do it again, but with sound this time?" I was like, "Yeah, we'll do it with sound." We were supposed to be extra. Mm. Well, apparently we we got a scene, so let's see if they if they it keep it about a rock yes. about a rock. This super interesting. Yeah, you just never know. Cause whole, yeah, because the whole idea is we're in the middle of uh, a place called Petra, uh-huh. Petra in okay. Petra. Oh, yeah. It's a very old place, so we we kind of looking for you know some old um, you know old um, stuff. Yeah! Wow! Archaeology finds. Wow! It's, it's it, Indiana uh, Jones was there. Quite some story. You you should start writing some of the stuff like in a journal so you can remember later uh, about these because that's a that's an interesting story. Yeah, it's um, you know we 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 having a laugh. We're doing it. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, like I told you, if if you if you only do extras and yeah. stuff, you only do it once in a while. You can't really make a living doing this. Right. As a hobby, it's fine. But if mm. you want to make money, you got to go and audi- audition for like big roles. That's yeah. where the money is. Right. Yeah, you got to yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah. Well, it looks like that's about all the time we have now for for now. Adnan. Thanks for Thank coming so on. Much. This was fantastic. Thank you so much. Now, um. If anybody's interested in buying or selling or exporting cars, Adnan's your man. You can get a hold of us. We'll get you in contact with him. It's uh, well, a new business venture. You want to? Is is that correct? Exporting of yeah. vehicles. I, 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 try, I try to concentrate on exports only because the uh, local America. local market. There's a lot of dealers in the in the local market. Mm. So my my target is usually to um, Saudi Arabia, like the Middle Ooh. East in general. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, but I'm just I'm 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 you know still looking for sources. So all all our era, all our people in the Middle East from the UAE, the, our <laughs> listeners, give us a call. We'll put you in, in contact with Adnan to get you that get you that Hyundai Hyundai. Oh, Thanks very much. It was that's really nice. good speaking to you. Thanks, Adnan. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was nice talking to you guys. Well, so that was pretty interesting, as you guys heard me say. I really, I do think Anand. I really think he should be starting to make like his own mm. little book about this. I mean, Anand had a was a big part of um, also helping organize when the when all the refugees came. It was quite shocking, and they mm. they were not receiving government help. No. And so the foreigners in general really band together to just do what we could, what we thought mm. w- was possible. But Anand had a, a big hand on that, and there was a, a group of us, and we all became very, very close friends mm-hmm. for this time when mm-hmm. you're faced with such a thing. You know, we were just sort of forced into each other's lives, and we became very good friends. And uh, I really, he has so many stories. I really, really think that mm-hmm. he should be uh, jotting some things down so he could, you know, so maybe have we a have New York. Again. Yeah, later in the future, it'll be a New York Times uh, bestseller or something mm-hmm. like that. I, I really, the man can tell a story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that was a good, this was a good episode. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Had fun? You had fun? Always have fun. It's hot. It's getting hot on JJ. It's very so hot. I'm, I'm over it already. 
I'm like, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I love, again, you go from being like this grumpy, grumpy, grumpy man. <laughs> and of all the things to be happy about is the heat and humidity. And I'm just like, I just want to lay in bed with fans. Like, ooh, Alexa. <laughs> that, yes. Yeah. Um, but also, like, ice packs and, uh-huh. you know, wind sure. tunnels. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but thank you all for yeah. tuning in to yeah. listen. Do check out our Instagram. Please go give us a like. We have a lot of things going on over there. We, we are doing the Jeju dialect mm-hmm. um, conversation teaching. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of did you know facts. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot. Come check yeah. us out. And, and subscribe and to us on YouTube yeah. and all these Download our episodes, share it with friends, tell your family. Any, Honestly, guys, anything helps. I mean, mm. just to kind of, you know, mm. get get us a little attention, anything helps. But yeah. anyway, so as always, our intro music by, was by Jason Liska. Our art was by Sarah Hodgkiss. Um, this is Daryl. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm Alexis Joy. Thanks for tuning in. So I will say we've been trying this new thing. This is our second episode. Our ending is going to be uh, Jeju local mm-hmm. music. And it actually happens to be Jason Lisko who does our intro music. But mm-hmm. this time it's him with his uh, with um, some of his friends recording. And they have a new album out. And it's the first song on his upcoming album. They recorded this in Seoul. Uh, Seoul, South Korea, and it's at a place called Union Studio. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of fun music comes out of there. Very cool. But the song features Jason Lisko, our personal musician. Thank you, mm-hmm. Jason. Maggie Crissettes on vocals. Zach Barden plays drums and the keys. And Brad Wheeler is on bass. So the song is called Soul, I Believe. And I believe the soul is real I know what I feel And I
I'm 